Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Point of Insanity Game Studio Geekery in General Podcast. I am Al, and today I'm going to be taking a break from the research-intensive episodes I've been doing lately. Don't worry, we'll get back to my series on legendary weapons. But for today, I'm going to kick it old school. Long-time listeners to the show might remember that there have been times where... I've done episodes where it was just me, a video game, and my thoughts and opinions. You know, my bargain bin adventures where I'd go to GameStop and pick up a game for 99 cents and review it. But today I'm going to be going even lower than that. I picked up a mysterious purple plug-and-play at a thrift store for 53 cents. Now, what's intriguing about this is, first of all, it looks vaguely like a Nintendo 64 controller. You know, it's got the the D-pad on one side, it's got the little thumbstick in the middle, and it has six buttons, A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So, with any luck, maybe there'll actually be an emulator for, like, I don't know, Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis, something cool like that. But I'm not going to get my hopes up. What's unusual is there's no branding on this at all. So no manufacturer. I have no idea who made this thing. And no idea what's going to be on it either. So we're in for a little bit of an adventure today. Now sometimes I wonder who really, who these things are really marketed towards. Because, I mean, I have talked about plug-in plays in the past where sometimes they're branded for a specific movie or toy line. I have did one about Star Wars, where there were these extremely uncomfortable joysticks, where one was shaped like Darth Vader's head, and then the other was shaped like the Millennium Falcon. And then there's others, they look like knockoff video game controllers. Uh, I said this one vaguely resembles an N64 controller but it's actually a bit more comfortable to hold than a N64 controller would be. Usually these contain either ROM hacks or, in some cases, just quick video games that were probably programmed by someone with very little experience with programming video games. So just simple things that, you know, yeah, they're kind of entertaining for a couple minutes, but then they lose their their appeal rather quickly. Sometimes I wonder if these things are almost marketed towards parents and grandparents that really don't know much about video games. I've seen several of these before on the home shopping network where, again, they're pitched as, hey, they're great for your grandkids because your grandkids like video games, right? So they'll play just about anything. So, you know, just... uh buy him this little controller for 20 bucks, plug it in the TV, and there's 20 or 30 games, and they'll enjoy it, and they'll love it, because it's a video game. So, I don't know, that's just my personal opinion anyway. So, enough talk, let's fire up this mysterious purple plug-and-play. So, right away we're greeted with an 8-bit style screen showing uh, what looks like a tropical sunset or sunrise. Kind of pretty, but let's see what we got here. So 30 games. Hopefully at least one of them will be good. So 
First, we've got Space War 2. Oddly enough, the start button didn't work. I had to press the A button. And we've got a black screen. Okay, the uh, dot on the, the power light on the thing is flashing, so I don't know if it means it's doing something or... Okay, apparently this game doesn't work. So... There's no reset, so basically got a power on and then or power off and then power back on. Okay, so Space War 2 was a dud. Racing car. Black screen. <laughs> okay, so either this thing didn't uh, pass quality control or. I don't know what's going on with this. So, uh, okay, so two for two is not working. Let's try F22. And we're three for three games not working. Okay, so like I said, hopefully, uh, hopefully this thing will give me something to review. Uh, not making much of an impression so far. Okay, that theme. Is it getting annoying yet? <laughs> okay, number four. Panzer fly car. Hey, it works! And we've got level one or two, so let's just do level one. Okay, based on the layout of the screen here, it looks like it's basically just a ROM hack of Road Fighter. With really bad control. So, okay. What?! I, I, there's no sound effects. I didn't even hit anything. And it broke. I just crashed into nothing. Okay, this sucks. <laughs> so that game was, uh, you know, it would have been nice if they would have just did a reset thing here. So, so I didn't have to just turn it on and off. And the power button is apparently kind of sticky. So, <sighs> soccer. Okay, I have a feeling this is just a hack of the NES soccer. Except it looks like they're all wearing berets for some reason, but... Okay, which... Okay, I am found who I'm controlling. Okay, this... The game is actually working, I think. Okay, there we go. So what I'm wondering is if this is all just going to be like ROM hacks of like old NES or Famicom games. I wonder why they put six controllers on it or six buttons on it because you probably don't really need them. Let's see, does the... Okay, the little thumbstick does work, so I guess that's reassuring. This kind of reminds me of Ice Hockey for the NES. That one was... It's really weird when you're trying to do a control an entire team of characters. And it... F okay, it froze up for a sec there. Okay. Okay, uh, computer scored on me. Okay, bored of this one already. Let's go to the next one. You are you are going to be hearing that theme in your sleep tonight, aren't you? Okay, van one. 
So, Van 1. Okay, this is probably going to be a shooter of some kind, I'm guessing. Okay, oh, actually, this is a hack of Twinbee. Or Stinger, as we got it in the U.S. Which actually isn't bad, because... Ah. Because I actually have... I've actually played Stinger for the NES, and actually really enjoyed that game. It's kind of different as far as shooters go, because you have these, at least in this version, you have these diamonds where in, uh... Okay, it's slowing down a little bit. There we go. Okay. Because, uh, Twinbee had an interesting power-up system where... Oh, these controls are a little stiff. Uh, had an interesting controller uh, system where... Or power-up system, rather, where what you would do is you'd shoot these clouds and little bells would come out and you'd have to keep shooting the bells and until they turned into the color for the power up you want and cuz i remember there was like a dual shot a triple shot blue the first one is just speed up and i know when you shoot it enough times you uh it actually started flashing which was the best power up and i remember there was one time i was playing uh stinger not sure why they changed the name from uh, Twinbee to Stinger for the American release, but okay, so we got red. Hey, dual shot. But I remember there was one time I was actually playing it with a turbo controller, which is actually kind of nice. Ah, okay. I died. Like I said, Stinger was actually a decent NES game. I uh, actually really enjoyed that one, so... As I was saying before, I remember there was one time where I was playing it and I was just like really kicking butt on it. And I actually managed to beat that game. Once. Just once. Okay. So Van 1, Dada is next. And it's a ROM hack of Popeye! Except instead of Popeye, you're a pig. And instead of olive oil, there's a penguin. And instead of hearts, it's shooting these little snowflake things. Whose idea was this? So you've got a pig and a penguin apparently in some sort of romantic relationship. I don't know. At least if we're going by the uh, plot of Popeye, which actually was a decent... It was a fun little game. And instead of... Okay, instead of Bluto, not sure what it's supposed to be. It's like, it almost looks like he's some kind of weird bird-like guy. Some fat, they, they, they basically took, ooh, okay, he does do what he does in the uh, original game, where if you're the level below him, he will try to, let's grab whatever's supposed to be the can of spinach here. He's strong to the finish, because he eats his spinach. He's Popeye the Sailor Man. In this case, we're Pinky the Pigman. So I wonder if they uh, have the other main enemy in the game, because uh, in addition to Bluto, who again, sometimes jumps up and tries to hit you, or if you're the level below him, he will try to uh, reach down and 
Well, if you're in the level of, if he's, if you're below him, he reaches down and tries to hit you in the head. And if you're above him, he tries to jump up like he just did there. So now we're at the second level, which, oh hey, I can uh, actually go from one side of the screen to the other. That's convenient. Okay, and of course we got to get down there because, oh, he got me. Because, yeah, the, like I said, I actually did like the Popeye game for the NES. So this one is actually getting a pass, though the design choices are kind of strange here. And they also included uh, Sweet Pea. That was the name of the baby. Where uh, he's... He or she, I forgot whether... Ah, I forgot whether uh, Sweet Pea was a, a boy or a girl, but he's kind of floating in the on a balloon, so... I hope I can complete the stage, because I'm kind of curious to see what they did with the next one. So let's... Okay, I probably shouldn't have grabbed the spinach right away. But... Yeah, you better run, mystery thing. Okay, I should not have grabbed the, uh... The power-up so quickly. But what's actually weird is now the pig has changed his color, so... Instead of being the darker pink, now he is actually a nor more lighter shade of pink that you normally see with pigs. Oh, there is stairs over there, so I didn't have to use the thingamajiggy. Uh-oh. Okay, things aren't looking good, and got the last one. So the next stage, as I recall, is supposed to be a pirate ship. Yep. Except it's not a very impressive-looking pirate ship. That's what I remember about this game. There were just three levels. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there were just three levels. So, okay, we've got the... Okay, and what's weird is now... The, uh... Now the pig has reverted his... His color again. And... The Bluto guy... Is actually... Uh, looks more like closer to the Bluto in the original version. So that's kind of weird. So yeah, now this time uh, at the top of the ship, uh, the penguin oil just kind of walks back and forth, but most of the time she's... I assume that it's she. Uh, most of the time she's behind some thingy, so they couldn't even get that part right. But like I said, other than that, so far this one gets a pass. You know, it's not... It's, you know, it's true enough to the original. Yeah, and this one, and uh, now your penguin love interest is saying help and just keeps throwing H-E-L's and P's down to the bottom, and so you gotta get those. And then as you start getting them, they get... A ladder. What the heck is that? Oh, that was a P. I thought something was just kind of... Kind of... Some weird thing was coming down from the side of the screen, but it was just a P. Okay, so then it goes back to the original, so we're gonna not going to play through that again. So, okay, that one gets a pass. And back to that lovely theme. Okay, number eight, boat race. Which I'm going to guess is boat racing. Okay, level one, two. I have a feeling this is probably just going to be another hack of... Uh, yep, it's an, just another version of Road Fighter. So hopefully the controls actually work in this one where I'm not uh, 
just blowing up with nothing. Actually, there's sound in this one now. The acceleration, so... Oh yes, and when you slow down. Yeah, Road Fighters... Yeah, Road Fighters one of those games that I don't know if it was released in the U.S. or not. I know I've seen it on other uh, ROM hacks. Okay, there's a puddle of oil. Now, okay, I know oil floats on water, but you would think that a boat should be able to go through oil without uh, sliding like that. Okay, this sucks. Let's try something else. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think Road Fighter was ever actually released in the U.S. I, I know I have seen it on other Ness on a Chip type things before. Scoring! Check this one out. And it's basically, well, either Breakout or Arkanoid. If we get power-ups, then it's an Arkanoid clone. Yep, we get power-ups. Ah, three things. Ah, one of my, probably one of my favorite power-ups on this one was the sticky thing where... Whoops, I died. It's interesting. Breakouts, I know, is one of those games that's older than time itself. Well, okay, not that old, but it's about as old as the video game industry. You know, I remember as a kid playing it on the... Okay, and we've got enemies coming now. Because I remember uh, it's one of those ones that was... Okay, I was probably going to change into the laser ship, but I died. Because, uh, as I recall, there's been a few different versions of Breakout. You know, the video game industry was weird in the early days where you had game companies that, even back then, were just making hacks of other games. Probably the one that comes to mind most would be there was an old uh, game that I think was for one of the computers. Okay, now we got the shooter option. Because uh, I remember there was a... There, someone made a hack of Pac-Man, but with the Aliens franchise. So instead, what happened on that one is... Uh, instead of Pac-Man running around the maze, chase, you, you now are supposed to be running around a spaceship, collecting alien eggs. Okay, so yeah, not much to say about it. It's basically... It's Arkanoid. If you like that game, then... Hey! You got something on this mysterious purple plug-and-play that you would like. Okay, that's enough of that. Once again, that lovely theme. Destroyer. Hopefully this game is cool. But I have... My hopes are not that great. And it's basically going to be Wrecking Crew, except instead of Mario, uh, he looks almost kind of like Elvis Presley. And instead of the little whatever they were in the original one, it looks like other people instead. So it's like, okay, what do these guys have against this guy just trying to destroy stuff? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that in the original uh, version of Wrecking Crew, it was intended to be Mario. 
And, you know, it's actually not bad. Oh, they even have the little fireball things. Now, I'm kind of surprised in the Pac-Man ones, that the Pac-Man hack uh, they had before, they didn't have the witch, because I remember that was another... Okay, there's something I'm supposed to hit. I'm missing something. Okay, I destroyed all the stuff. Why is it not letting me advance? But anyways, because I remember in the original Pac-Man... Or, I'm sorry, not, not Pac-Man. In the original Popeye game in the arcades, there was a, a witch, because I know there was a witch on the Popeye cartoons. So she would come by every now and then, and she would... Uh, she would come by every now and then and throw skulls at you. Okay, so did am I missing something? Did something break? Because I know in Wrecking Crew you're supposed to destroy everything, which I have destroyed everything. At least as far as I can tell. But for some reason, it's not letting me pass. So I guess that means I did something wrong. Let's go back to the title screen for more of that lovely 30-in-1 title screen music. Toto! Didn't they do that song about Africa? Blessing the rains down in Africa? Okay, it looks like Mr. Do, so... At least the little guy here looks like Mr. Do. Okay, I have no idea what this is. So, okay. There's a guy that uses... Apparently there's no gravity here because you use a gun to... have to... Sh to uh, move around. Okay. So apparently you shoot things. This doesn't look familiar, so I'm not sure if this is a ROM hack of something or... And I just got electrocuted by something that looks almost like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crawling on all fours. Okay, Mr. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle down there. Okay, an interesting game, so... No! Okay, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle got me. Okay, bored. Moving on. So that was weird. I don't remember ever seeing a game like that, so... Not sure if that was original or a hack. Billard! So this would probably be some kind of pool game. Okay, Friction. Okay, this is going to be Lunar Pool. Because uh, that was actually an interesting game, and I do remember enjoying that one. Uh, again, it's one of those games that I've only seen on other Ness on a Chip ROM hacks. Kind of a relaxing little game, but it sounds like they changed around the music. So the I guess on this one, the, the whole plot is you're supposed to be playing Pool on the Moon. And that's where the friction comes in, where you can... Uh, that's where the friction comes in, where you adjust the uh, amount of friction that the balls do. So I guess if you do lower friction, it everything just kind of flies around all haphazardly, so... So far seems pretty pretty close to the original, just 
the graphics it doesn't have the uh, lunar surface in the background like the original version did and the colors actually look a bit more muted so it looks like all they really did with this one was just a uh, just palette swapping nothing really new on this one so I think we can move on to the next uh, treat this game has for us combat a or combat a Ooh, that music's annoying. Okay, I'm a little ninja-like guy. Okay, I know I've seen this before. I know this is a palette swap of something. So you've got a ninja hopping around, and there's lion-like things that are going after him. So, trying to climb some kind of building. Okay, so apparently there's a jump up and to jump down. So that's weird. One of the buttons... So this one's actually using three of all three of the buttons. Whereas the other game so far, I think, probably only did two. Okay, I know this is a hack of some old NES game. I just can't, for the life of me, picture which one it was. So... I'm wanting to... It was probably something ninja, because, you know, back in the 80s, ninjas were... Okay, no, apparently the you press up with the jump button, and that makes you jump down, so... Okay, this is driving me crazy. I know what game this is. I just can't think of it right now. Okay. There we go, new level. That sound effect they're using for the intro there, that sounds familiar too. Almost like uh, one of those other old arcade games, uh, Xevious? Where that one is actually similar to uh, Twin Bee or Stinger in a way, because you actually had two different levels to attack, where um, you... You know, you, you sometimes had to attack things on the surface and sometimes in the air. But, okay, Combata, you're kind of boring. So let's move on to the next one. Happy Angel. Okay, Chubby Cherub. I'm guessing this is a hack of Chubby Cherub. Okay. It is darker than Sheol, so apparently Happy Angel is... Another one of those games on this system that just doesn't work. So I got this used, so I'm wondering if these games worked when the this thing was first made, or if it was just bad quality control, but Golgotha. Maybe it'll be Gologo 13. Probably not. Bomberman. Okay. It is a hack of Bomberman, but... They actually redid Bomberman a little bit, where he almost looks like... Kind of like that guy from, uh... Konami Man! That's what I was saying. His helmet almost makes him look like Konami Man, in a way. But, yeah, not gonna do too much on this one. I never really got into Bomberman. I know it's one of those games that was considered kind of a classic back in the day. Except now, we're... A ripoff of Konami Man blowing up 
Looks like very angry tree stumps. In a graveyard, because the blocks all have crosses on them. So, not sure if there was a religious reference that was intended in this, in this game. Because, again, Golgotha, as I recall, Hill of the Skull or something like that. Or where Jesus was crucified. But let's just kill ourselves and end it. Oh, and of course, right when I kill myself, I find the door. So, but we're not going to go. Because, like I said, I was never much of a fan of Bomberman. I mean, I know people did like it. Because it did actually spawn a few diff a few sequels. And even a reboot. Okay, TNT. Really, guys? Okay, so two hacks of Bomberman in a row, except now, instead of Konami Man in a graveyard, you are some guy who looks like a street punk. Well, I don't know if I'd say street punk. He looks, well, almost looks like he has a mohawk. Or maybe his hair is just parted weird. And he's wandering through something that looks like a forest. Kind of. Lane TNT. So, actually, I'm wondering if, uh... He's almost supposed to be, like, some kind of soldier guy in the jungle. Like, laying bombs. I don't know, but... They couldn't even try to come up with new music, so... Okay, back to the title screen for more of that lovely 30-in-1 theme. Counter energy. Okay, hopefully this is not another Bomberman hack, but again, looks kind of like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle there. Whatever that is. Let's see. Counter energy. Balderdash. No, no not Balderdash. Uh, oh, it was one of those games made by Borderbund where you've got... Okay, Load Runner. Load Runner. So it's basically a hack of Load Runner now. I don't know why I called it Balderdash. Because I, I know there was an... I think pretty sure there was a video game called Balderdash. Maybe I'm just thinking of the uh, thing they released for uh, Black Mirror. So yeah, it's pretty much Load Runner where you are trying to trap guys. Except instead of people following you, it's, uh, green boogers with arms and legs and faces. That's the best I can do at this point. Okay, UFO race. Okay, this is another ROM hack, except... Because I recognize the style here. There's a game called Boat Race that I've seen on other ROM hacks. I'm not sure what the original game is. Maybe it was based off a of pole position or some earlier racing game. Except they pretty much made everything black. And except for some stuff in the background. Which I suppose is supposed to be stars. So they obviously put a lot of effort here, except now instead of a, a boat or a race car, you're basically just a UFO in space. What happens if I crash? Okay, so you do crash, you don't show you flipping out, you just explode. Game over, thank goodness, that was kind of a lackluster game. And back to the now familiar 31 
in one screen, Marsman. Guerlin or Marlin? Okay, probably doesn't matter who we do. Okay, another ROM hack. I think this one is Door Door. Because I know that I've seen this before where it's actually kind of an interesting concept where you've got two characters that you're essentially controlling at once. Okay, and I was stuck in a spider web. I thought that was just an obstacle. But you're trying to get to the door, but like I said, you've got two players that you're trying to control. And it's interesting because they actually kind of move opposite to each other. So if, when you press right, the one on the right is moving to the right, but the one on the the left is actually moving to the left. So, And since the the uniform isn't maze isn't or the maze here isn't uniform you have to be careful so kind of an interesting little puzzle game but never was one that I was actually really good at but like I said I know I've seen I know I've seen that game on other on other uh, ROM hacks Risker okay excite bike that is so this is going to be an Excite Bike hack. Excite Bike hack. Except you're a car. Lots of originality put into this one, and uh, no one to race against. So I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I think memory serves. Didn't um. I thought Excite Bike had two different uh, modes, where there was one where you had it was just solo, and then you had the other one which was uh, against against uh, other uh, racers. But yeah, the one thing I liked most about uh, Excite Bike is I liked how you could actually design your own courses. Unfortunately, that feature never carried over to the U.S. version, as for that version, we just got... Uh, it, it did have the save and load features in the menu, I remember, but if you tried to use them, it would just sit there because it was designed originally, of course, for the... Uh, Famicom in Japan, where they did have those options where you could save. So it was kind of like Mario Maker before Mario Maker. You know, you could design your own stages and let other people try them out, which was actually kind of a cool concept. Okay, so yeah, not much to say about this one. It's basically... It's Excite Bike, except with racers, and of course, since this is just a ROM hack, you don't... Oh, and pfft, when you finish at the end, it says Excite Bike. They couldn't even... <laughs> they couldn't even remove that part, so... I just thought that was kind of funny. It's like, I'm playing a, uh, an Excite Bike hack. And in the end, sure enough, it said Excite Bike. Okay, so now in the last page, Space War. So wait a second. We had Space War 2, didn't we? Okay, so we had Space War 2. Should we take bets if Space War 1 works? Oh, Space War 1, one does work. And I know I've seen... This is another one. Is it sad that I, I can recognize all these games that have been seen on uh, ROM hacks that I've had? Well, not all of them I've had, but some of them I remember just seeing. I remember when I was a kid, one of my friends that I uh, had in my neighborhood, his dad somehow got him this... I think it was like a 50-in-1 or something, but it was a NES cartridge... And it was a NES cartridge, 
and it had like, like I said, like 50, 60 games or something. Okay, why is my... Okay, that was weird. My first fire button wasn't working. But I know this game has been hacked and done other things. Uh, I know there is a... I know there's an airship one, I think, Sky Destroyer. But, okay. The power button on this thing is sticky. So, Space War, Future Tank. Okay, I have a feeling I know what this one's going to be. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I know there was some city destruction game or something. I don't know. I just remember I've seen this one before where you've got, you have to defend your fort, except now instead of tanks, it almost looks like spaceships. But then again, maybe this is what tanks will look like in the future. Maybe tanks in the future will look more like spaceships. So I wonder if those blue things, if that's water. Will I die if I hit it? Nope, just force fields. So, not much about this one. It's just basically trying to kill things without getting killed yourself. Very common mechanic we see in most video games. So, okay, we're in the final countdown here. Seven more to go with Hoodle being next. Well, it's pinball. So, again, guessing a hack of the original pinball, except I'm sure Mario's not in it. Though, that's kind of weird. The, uh... There's a jellyfish in the middle instead of a bumper, so that's kind of weird, I guess. But... The, uh... Looks like the guy from Golgotha is back. The one that I said before looks kind of like Konami Man. He's back, and he is just sitting there. So I'm assuming that if you get a high enough score, he starts doing something. I don't know. Make... Pinball video games have always been a mixed bag. I mean, sometimes they're okay. Sometimes they're... They just make you wish you were playing a real pinball machine. Because I know, uh... People I know who've played pinball games... Ah, cruddy, I died. But I know a lot of my friends who played... Who are big fans of pinball. They didn't really like the pinball video games because they liked the tactile feel where, you know, you could do the gentle tap or the hard tap. But, okay, not much to say about this one. It's pinball for the NES. Except Mario has been removed. Aether. Oh, I see Door Door below it, so... I wonder if it's going to be like that Mars game. So, Aether... And it's basically a hack of Warp Man. Except now you're a spaceship. And instead of fighting monsters that are going around, it looks like there's green things on parachutes. Okay, there's something that looks like an alien. So I wonder if you get to go into the uh, black hole. Because I remember, I remember that part about Warp Man where you could go into the black hole and... became an entirely new game, more or less, because that one I think you actually had bombs. I'm trying to remember how you get the, uh... Oh, someone just appeared out of nowhere and killed me. Okay, I think you gotta get that power-up that just kind of flashed on and off. Okay, there we go. Yep, and it's pretty much the same thing where you're going into more of a Bomberman-type game, where you're laying bombs and trying to avoid things inside a maze... Except, we're a spaceship. So, not much else to see here.
So I mentioned Door Door before. That's a game that I've seen on other ROM hacks. So at least I'm pretty sure the other version I've seen on ROM hacks was called Door Door. Okay, there's the door. Okay, this is just a demo, I guess. Yeah, I... Okay, so maybe that one before that had the two people wasn't Door Door, it was something else. But like I said, I know it's one of those games I've seen where you, uh... It's one of those games where, like I said, you're trying to maneuver two different characters through a maze, but they each move different ways. Okay, this sucks because the play the enemies move... Oh, I can't even fall without dying. The enemies move so much faster than you in this game. That sucks. So can I do anything other than jump? But, nope. Okay, had enough of this. Okay, we're in the final stretch here. Five more to go. Bomber. This better not be another Bomberman clone. Okay, this one I actually don't... Oh, I killed myself with a bomb. This one I actually don't recognize, so I don't know. It's probably an old game from, like, the Amiga or something. Or Doesn't look like this would be really a Famicom-type game, and I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. Except dropping bombs and hopefully not getting killed. So there's a thing in a cage down there. Okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. Moving on! Oh, that theme gets old, doesn't it? Conqueror. Circus Charlie! So what they're gonna... What are they gonna... do? Oh, they've taken Circus Charlie, a decent arcade game, except they're putting him in the middle of the ocean, and he's riding a dolphin now instead of a lion, where you've got fiery hoops that are coming out of nowhere trying to jump over I'm guessing those are supposed to be crocodiles though I'm not sure what crocodiles do in the ocean but then again I'm not not a marine biologist and instead of a clown you're some bald guy in a diaper So this one, again, I'm almost tempted to play through just because I know there's different stages in Circus Charlie where uh, the first one, you're riding a lion, and then after that, you go into the a scene where you're on a tightrope, and there's monkeys you got to jump over, and then in the last stage, uh, there's balls. And we've successfully landed my... Well, actually, it doesn't really look like a dolphin. looks more like a killer whale. And now we're tight walking, tightrope walking over the ocean, except instead of monkeys, we've got little alien thingies. But what's weird is they made the sky in the upper part of the screen black instead of having it the same blue color as everything else was. Okay, yep, there we go. Okay, so they didn't include that part because I know there's a section in this where there's a monkey that appears and you have to really time your jump off. 
Okay, I got myself trapped in a corner there. Well, at least what's nice in this game, though, is when you do die, they start you pretty much... They don't start you very far back from where you left off. There were little check marks, or checkpoints, rather, so you don't have to start all the way back at the beginning. Because, again, this is based on an old arcade game, so in those games, uh, you know, of course, you had to be very careful with how you design those because you wanted people to keep pumping quarters in, but as a designer anyway, you want to make sure people kept pumping those quarters in, but you didn't want to make them too frustrated. Okay, so instead of circus... Oh, crud, I got... That's right, I got to jump on them. So this is weird. The final stage, instead of circus balls, now you're on landmines. So I almost thought what the point of the game was. Or it's not, not landmines. You know, depth charges that you've seen in... You know, that you see in the movies uh, and video games. The spiky balls where something touches, they explode. So, okay. I don't see any need to continue on that one. Golfer. Okay, guessing this is going to be golfer and tennis. Guessing these are probably just hacks of the NES. Yeah. They're hacks of the NES. Golf. Except, again, instead of Mario, they actually redrew the sprite to be just a generic, overweight, middle-aged guy. Tennis. Okay, this is kind of bizarre. Your tennis court, but the referee is a caterpillar sitting on a bush, and there's two people watching that almost look like a... The guy from Master Higgins from Adventure Island. Okay, there we go. I'm about as good as real tennis in this game. <laughs> okay. Enough of that. <sighs> One more game. And then we're done with this. And I never have to play this 53 cent piece of junk ever again. Rescue Cuck. That's the Donkey Kong theme. Oh my goodness. It's that same Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle guy looking guy that appeared in a previous game. Except this is obvious. Okay, this is a hack of Donkey Kong Jr. Except instead of Mario, of course, there's something that looks like a bomb guy sh throwing tanks at you. And instead of Donkey Kong, you have a very racist looking character. 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 A racist-looking caricature. Yeah, that. Okay, again, I gotta... I almost am tempted to play through this just to see... How bad this gets. And instead of a key, there's a cowboy hat you're getting. Okay, that's weird. Oh, and... Okay, the second stage... It's pink! It almost looks like a... ZX Spectrum game. Except now, instead of tanks, you've got little UFOs with antennas that are dropping eggs on you. And I've always hated this stage. It's because there's that certain jump that you're always getting. And yeah, it's because there's this little tiny platform you gotta get on. And you gotta be very careful with your jump. I still don't know what they were thinking making that very racist character of, uh, instead of Donkey Kong there. 
But then again, I think with the companies that make these uh, hacks, uh, being ethical is probably not their main priority. So, okay, so far the stages are pretty much lining up with what you saw in the original Donkey Kong. So now we're in the factory thing where... In the real version of Donkey Kong Jr., you're jumping over spikes, but... Not spikes, sparks. But now you're just jumping over... Little flashy UFO-likey thingies. And I still wonder what they were thinking, making the uh, Donkey Kong Jr. look almost like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. He's got a red... What looks almost like a red suit... Whew, barely made that one. So he's got, like, a red suit with blue arms, a green head, and a Ninja Turtle mask. Isn't this the music from Popeye? I don't know, some of that the stuff back then. Oh, and this is weird. Instead of the birds, now Mr. Bombhead Guy is sicking angels after me. So I wonder what they're going to do with the, uh, when you finally rescue him. So what are they going to do with this horribly racist character caricature of a black person? And again, the lockjaws are tanks, and so, here's our big finish. Okay, and... Instead of redrawing the character, they just made it Donkey Kong now, except they changed his colors, so... Okay, yep. I think we're gonna end this episode here. As I said, the, yeah, these these plug-and-plays things, they're a mixed game. Mixed bag. Sometimes you can find games on it that, that are passable. You know, not bad. But in this case, I said it all looks like mostly just ROM hacks with... Again, different reskinnings, like said for this example, this one, Donkey Kong Jr. looking like a uh, Ninja Turtle trying to save his papa. And instead of Mario, you've got a Babam. So I guess we can still kind of uh, tie it into the Mario series. But, well, I think that's enough of this mysterious purple plug-and-play for now. So I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. And have a good evening, or morning, or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy gaming. Check out the guys over at Eclectic Media Project. They bring you podcasts such as Musically Challenged. Whose podcast is it anyway? Want to hear something interesting? And their newest podcast, page 3.14 News. Check them out on Podbean and iTunes at Eclectic Media Project on their website at www.eclecticmediaproject.com. Check them out as they are the home with a little something for almost everyone. You have been listening to a program from the Point of Insanity Network. Visit us at poigamestudio.podbean.com for more shows. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at POI Game Studio. <laughs>